Welcome to the CEO Life Insights Podcast. Join us to uncover firsthand stories and insights from top executives, entrepreneurs, and disruptors. Gain unparalleled access to the pivotal moments that have sculpted their personal and professional success. Dylan, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm great, man. I'm doing good. Excited to chat with you. Thanks for, for the time. Heck yeah, man. I appreciate you taking time out of your life and your busyness. And uh, as always with our CEO Life Insights, we have two goals, man. We want to get to know you, your heart, your passion, why you can get up in the morning. And uh, we really want to learn something from you. We want to, want to have one of those aha moments that maybe you've had in your life. And oh, yeah. by the time we get off this, uh, get off our time together, that we know you better uh, and then we are better as leaders and individuals uh, because it's a Dylan, tell me a little bit about you and we'll get you up in the morning, what you're excited about. Then we'll work our way through learning a little from you. Uh, well, personally, what? well, there's two things personally that get me up in the morning. Uh, one is my kids. So I have a mm. 20-year-old daughter and then a six-year-old son that we adopted. Uh, That's awesome, man. Amazing, amazing ride. And then two is baseball. So there you go. My personal side. So I was um, I had dreams like most kids of, of being like second baseman for the Dodgers and all that. Uh-huh. Uh, played a couple years in in pro ball, uh, single A, nothing huge, not okay. no serious career in the big leagues, but uh, started a baseball academy. Ran that for 22 years, and uh, and then I got into payment processing. Actually, kind of a funny story. 23 years ago, my well. 36 years ago, my mom started UMS banking and started out of her garage, her and her partner built it to a multi, multi multi-million dollar company. My brother and I both swore we'd never work for our mom. And (laughs) she was going after community banks and she would work Alfed Bank back in the day, which got them bought out by Citibank. So she went from servicing like 200, 300 local branches, 3000 branches overnight. Wow. She called us. She's like, look, I know you guys don't want to work for us. Just give me two weeks. Two weeks I can hire a bunch That's of people. Amazing. And that was 23 years ago. Wow. And my brother- Oh, wow. What a, oh, what a killer. That's awesome. <laughs> he is such an inspiration. Like, beyond. Oh, so cool. He, even just the culture that she built within her, her company. You know, Friday mornings. Every Friday morning, she'd cook breakfast for the entire staff. Wow. People. Yeah, I mean, she was just very caring. Everyone was like family, you know? And so we kind of were ingrained with that culture within our company. So International Payment Solutions was started 15 years ago, my brother and I, and we had an aha moment. You were talking about that. So I made it in the head, but, uh, but uh, also yeah. aha moment with us was my largest account back then, um, which was like 70% of my income got shut down by one of the banks. And we started realizing it was he was getting a lot of chargebacks and a lot of disputes. And he wasn't a bad person. He just didn't understand what was going on and why. Mm. And we started realizing there were a lot of people that were in that position, whether they were selling nutraceutical supplements, whether they were an e-commerce business, whether they were in the business opportunity space, coaching, consulting, whatever it was, there were areas that were getting a lot of disputes and, and banks were closing these guys down, holding their money. Well, we decided, you know, let's build something where we can actually educate people and give them some understanding as to like, why is this happening to them, right? Mm. So that's kind of how it was started out of like necessity of like, holy crap. I just lost 70% of my income. And then I had enough contacts with other banks that were willing to take those types of clients. It was born out of that. And the rest was, 
Yeah, so let me take a step back and just say something that jumps off the page at me. And, you know, for those uh, folks in our community that are listening right now, I just want to talk about the power of establishing empathy. Uh, Because I think if you really trade this your story back, it started with a mom uh, who had empathy for people. And so, wait a minute, like the way you feel matters to me. And I think for all of us, whether we're parents, uh, whether we have partners, spouses, where we're in, or we're friends, we're humans. Yeah. Understanding that 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 value of empathy was was a bedrock of your life. And then as you fast forward, yes, you got caught off guard. You got the kind of dark side of somebody else's undereducation, but then had empathy and you said, wait a minute, if you no, know, I could either discard this and go on to the next thing, or we could actually begin to educate and help people learn and discover and be better equipped for what they're doing. And I think it's such a great reminder of us as leaders that not only as parents, we get to establish those value systems for our kids, the way they view the world, because you never know that muscle. I always kind of call them, you know, different leadership muscles that we have and that empathy muscle. The empathy muscle created an opportunity awareness for you. And uh, and now you get to help folks that, because nobody wins in those situations, right? Like you didn't win, the guy didn't win. Nobody wins when we're undereducated. So the fact that you were able to see that. So talk to us a little bit about exactly what you do, who you do it for, why it matters to you. Totally, man. It's awesome uh, question. So we do payment processing. So we set up companies and businesses to accept credit card payments. Most of our clients are e-commerce clients. Um, We decided to sort of stick to that lane because we knew it really, really well. And we set up, so we right now have about 10 different banks that were contracted in the US that we uh, send our clients to. And then we have about three or four international banks. So what we try to do is find the best bank partner for whatever type of business or company you're doing. So obviously try and get you the best rates and pricing. And, you know, if they want to have like a reserve, some some banks will ask for a reserve depending on the risk. We try to negotiate that whatever the best opportunity for our clients is going to be. So we have a multitude of different banks. We also have some different technology that we've partnered with to help reduce fraud and chargeback, different technology as far as gateways to tie into different software systems. So we try to encompass the entire suite of anything that has to do with payment processing. Very cool. That's cool. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think is the biggest? How are you helping people succeed? Like obviously, you're probably helping them understand the overall ecosystem and here's the best deal for you. And here's how, talk to us about how you help other people win. Fantastic question, by the way. Biggest thing that we do that I think sets us apart with succeed, helping others succeed is being proactive rather than reactive. If you're a traditional sort of agent, call it, right? You send you send an account to the bank. The bank makes all the decisions. If there's any issues or problems, the bank is going to react first and close that person down and hold their funds without even letting any of the agents know. So one of the things that we with some of our banks, we hold all the risk. So we take a water liability on any of those accounts, which means we have the final say-so. So if they start to see a problem or a raise in chargebacks or fraud, they call us first. We reach out to the customer, you know, and we say, gosh, like what's going on? We notice that there's a spike or there's an increase. Oh yeah, you know, we, we had back order and the, the, the product didn't come in. Right. Now handled. Great, no problems. So most banks or most processing companies will not do that. They just kind of close you down and move on to the next customer, right? Right. And that can help anybody succeed. So the biggest thing that we do is we act as the liaison and the buffer between the bank and the client. And we have relationships with the bank where the bank will actually reach out to us before they do anything. Most other companies, they won't take that kind of time. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, leverage. The other thing I get excited about too is 
We have a lot of referral partners and referral channels and sales agents and seeing their monthly residual commissions oh, I'm sure, yeah. is, is, is awesome. You know, I've been very fortunate in my life to be able to earn residual income and what it's mm-hmm. done is allowed me to travel with my family, take time off, you know, go on field trips, go to my daughter's volleyball games and dance recitals and like live life and not have that exactly. eight to five where I've got to punch a clock, you know, it's great. Exactly. Great. And the ability to create that freedom for for other people feels good. That's so cool, man. As we as we finish up our time, um, I'm, I want to just go back a little bit. Let's talk about mom for a minute because mom is, yeah. is a legend already. I could tell. Yeah. If, if you were to go back and, and I just said, man, think back to something that stands out that you go, I learned that from my mom and I've carried it into either my life as a parent, a partner, or a business owner. Tell me something that just kind of pops off. It doesn't have to be the number one, but maybe just something that you're like, gosh, that was that's that's a quality that I either emulate or want to keep trying to find emulate. So I, I have a, gr- a great story for that. It's the thing that popped in my head. There's probably tons of other ones, but yeah. before my mom did payment processing, she sold blue jeans on the street corners in Compton and Inglewood and South Central. So one day she comes home and she, her eye is completely swollen shut and she has oh. black eye. And I'm like, mom, what happened? What the heck? And she goes, somebody tried to steal my jeans. I grabbed a bungee cord and I ran at him and started swinging. And he turned around. He clocked me in the face. I was like, Mom, but what are you doing? Just just, just let him go. She goes, no way. No way. She goes, somebody comes and tries to take my jeans again. I'm coming at him again. And I'm just like, what? But but it was the tenacity and the ability and of just like not backing mm-hmm. in, in, in the face of whatever adversity comes. And I mean, you talk about adversity. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that kind of sets a tone for the rest of your life, right? You're like, no matter what's going on, if, yeah, if, mom, if mom can chase a guy down Compton and get sucker punched, then I can take on today's challenge. That's what I was it's saying. It, it puts it into perspective. You know what I mean? It, like, it really kind of like shows you like, you know, you're going to get punched in the face sometimes, whether it's in business or whether it's in personal lives or whatever. But the tenacity and the ability to continue to persist no matter what challenges and obstacles, that was a really kind of a lesson. Yeah, man, I love that. I love that story. I, you know, you'll you'll forever have that. See, Dylan, thank you for just, man, taking time. Like I said, you yeah. CEO life. What, what we are all about is... Uh, we want to give as much value and we want you to give as much value. And I guarantee you, anybody listening today, number one, understands the importance of uh, the value of empathy. You obviously took it and instead of just moving on from a client said, wait a minute, we're going to educate people so that everybody wins. And a story about mom is uh, that's going to be one that no matter anywhere people are listening right now, again, I guarantee you this, Dylan, people will be listening to this, this, this interview for years to come. And they're going to be, somebody got punched in the face today. Somebody got punched in the face yesterday and they're going, man, I don't want to keep fighting. But you know what? If mom can run down the street in Compton, uh, we can take off the streets and then go make it happen. So I love that. Man, thanks for taking time with us, man. We appreciate it. And we're excited to just continue to, to build these relationships. Absolutely, man. I'm excited to be working with you guys and can't wait for the first event, man. We're excited too, man. Thanks for taking time. Awesome. Okay. All right, man. Bye.